Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm the host, Sean Boyce. I'd like to welcome my guest to the show today, Dr. Mark Tuggle. Hello, Mark. How are you? And thanks for being on the show. Hi, Sean. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to diving into our topics that we have prepared for today. Before we do that, so our audience can learn a little bit more about you, can you go into some more detail about your background and how you got to where you are today? You bet. It's a pretty varied background. I started out as a, my career as an Army officer, spent uh, about a decade and a half after that in the nonprofit world, and then uh, moved into for-profit work. And that's really where I started to do some work in sales enablement. And uh, my research background is in self-directed learning. So I got involved in sales enablement to try to figure out how to equip sales professionals to do their own professional development more effectively. And that led to me starting a company about six years ago with a colleague of mine, Dr. Tom Tonkin. And uh, we ran that company for a few years, took a few years off, and now we're back at it. In that intervening time, I did something, Sean, that I know you do some work. I worked in an accounting firm and started a, uh, a consulting business to help accounting firms update and upgrade and integrate their tech stack so that they can scale more effectively. Uh, now I'm back largely doing just sales enablement work uh, with Sales Conservatory. That's my company that I have with Dr. Tom. So that's how I got to where I am in very short fashion. Very cool. Similar to me as well, too. Got experience from a number of different areas, which I'm sure helps with the work that you're doing now. And very interested in learning more about the sales enablement work that you've done. We talked about that previously. Um, give us a little bit of insight into what type of work you do re related to that and who you do it for. Sure. So in terms of our, our company, we've got pretty much three buckets of work that we do. We are standing up a a tool that we've gotten really good response on. We call it Sales Desk Live. And the idea is for it to be an on-demand um, consult with a sales enablement expert to help a sales rep kind of get past stuck. Let's say some deal got suddenly more complex or a new player got involved. And so the rep maybe doesn't have the resources or doesn't want to share that there's a complication with the deal with his or her higher ups, they can reach out to us. We can hop online, do a virtual whiteboard, talk through the problem, help them figure out how to move forward. Uh, so that's the sales desk live. It's really targeted at, at sales professionals who are carrying a bag and, uh, and trying to close deals. Then we have a, an online platform where we have sales enablement courses and we're developing a sales enablement community. So there are live events, not just asynchronous, uh, but we've developed a process for offering. We have more than a dozen sales training courses. And also we've added something that's unique for us with my background, some courses on how to develop as a self-directed learner. So those are the, the front end introductory courses in our platform. And so things like sales confidence, sales discipline, uh, vocational purpose, these kinds of things that actually contribute to you becoming a more effective lifelong learner. We've integrated those courses on those things into our platform. And then finally, we do custom sales enablement consulting, and this is more targeted towards the executive level. Things like, do you have a custom competency model? Do you know how that competency model contributes to the success of revenue 
generation for your sales reps. We can do that level of analytics where we can tell you, hey, this competency contributes this percentage to your sales success, that sort of thing. And then actually develop custom courses for a company around a competency model. We can do audits on sales process. A lot of internal deal management stuff in companies is really messed up. We can help people kind of journey map a customer journey or a sales rep journey. So a variety of things like that. And uh, and we have experience doing that. Uh, we worked at Oracle, Tom and I did for a couple of years doing a lot of this. So we've got uh, you know enterprise level experience doing this sort of research and work. And uh, we've got a few other companies that we've done that sort of work for. That's a great list. Comprehensive list of offerings, but also specialized enough to the extent where I'm sure it's probably developed that way rather naturally as you've learned more about what else the people you are currently helping need, which is another great way to grow. I particularly like the on-demand element of being able to get that, basically that sales help when you're in the moment with it. That on-demand component, I think, is uh, definitely a unique element to, to getting the help that you need when you need it because timing is of the essence then, right? Right, right. I'll say very interesting. Uh, and I imagine that also lends itself well to you know what we want to talk about our own businesses, as you mentioned, consulting work that I do, the consulting work that you guys are doing in terms of figuring out how we can grow our sphere of influence, build ourselves as an authority, find more people that we can help, tell that story, you know what we've been able to do, the type of results we've been able to generate. So I'm curious to learn more from you as well too, you and your partner. What type of activities have you guys been investing in from a, anywhere from a business development to a marketing perspective to help grow what you're working on. You bet. Well, we are, uh, like I said, we're recently standing the company back up. So we're definitely in startup mode. And uh, so we're enjoying, and I use that in air quotes, the challenge of just ramping up marketing efforts. So on a few fronts, we, we've done a few different things. Uh, we have a fractional CMO, fractional chief marketing officer that we've engaged. And he has primarily been working with us on developing a LinkedIn campaign, figuring out how to use Sales Navigator within LinkedIn. And uh, just in the past few weeks, Tom and I have added hundreds of contacts to our contact list and the right kinds of contacts, you know, the, the, in terms of, and we're targeting because of those three different buckets, like we've got a campaign to target the sales reps so that we can talk about Sales Desk Live, as well as to target executives so we can talk about some of the custom work that we can do or even offer ourselves as fractional sales enablement experts to organizations that don't have them. So we're ramping that up. We've also engaged uh, with, a, with another marketing person through our fractional CMO to do just kind of the more traditional targeted email uh, marketing where they've just got a process of, you know, you sort through much like with Sales Navigator, target the people that you want, and then start an email campaign. So we've done those things. We also have some, I guess, some collateral, you could say. Tom and I both love to do research. A few years back, just when social selling was getting hot, I did a lot of research on social selling, work with a guy on the internet now who uh, has a book on social selling, but I was kind of his researcher for that. And Tom has done some similar research on networking. So we're trying to pull some, we pulled some things together just to offer as value add collateral as we make these connections 
with folks so that we can say, hey, we're, we want to be a value add in the relationship, not just someone asking for your money. That last part is a huge differentiator between those that are out there investing in these channels and getting results. And I feel like everyone else, I continue to get day after day, sometimes, you know, many times each day, inbound messaging, that's just wall of text. And the way I typically summarize it is it's basically just, Hey, you buy this. And it's like, I don't, I don't know what this is. (laughs) I don't know why we would lead the conversation that way, but that element is one that if I could shout it from the rooftops to get people to understand it, I feel like is the most important message, right? Like you've got to lead with value, but not necessarily the value for you, the value for them. What is in it for them? Why do they want to connect with you? Right. I know I'm preaching to the choir here because you teach the stuff, but this is what so many people unfortunately still need to learn. There's a lot of examples out there of people not doing that, what I would say in the most effective way. And the other thing, and, and these are things, of course, Sean, that you know, it's not just bringing value to these prospective clients and new connections, but it's also it's not their job to do your work for you. <laughs> so right. so for me, so to, I see so many that lead, oh, I'd love to learn about you. I'd love to learn about your company. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that's my job as a salesperson to learn about your company right, before exactly. I try to sell you something. So that's just, a, just the, the, well I'll just said. join you on the rooftop with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an excellent compliment there. And it sounds like you guys are investing in a number of different channels, which is always exciting. I'm curious to learn more in terms of, do you have anything in the way of you know results thus far, or what is your plan to kind of compare them against one another in order to determine what's the most effective for you? And then what would be the plan from there? Curious to learn more about like what your process would likely look like moving forward from here. Sure. So we, we're, we've got a couple of different things with the with the folks who have agreed to connect with us and who've responded you know, not just click connect, but make some comment so that we could start a conversation. One of the things that we're doing, because like I I mentioned, our platform is new. uh, We are actually going to be launching in April. We're going to give 50 sales reps membership at Sales Conservatory for life. So they can use the whole platform, Sales Desk Live, the courses, the whole thing. Uh, the only requirement that we have of them is that they actually use it. So we've got a, a, a very short agreement with them to say, hey, we'll give you these resources. We want you to use them on a weekly basis and quarterly. We're going to ask for some feedback. And if you're doing that, you can continue to use our resources at no cost to you for as long as you want forever. And But if you don't use them, we'll just take it back and give it to somebody else because we want to get some people into the platform and really work on developing the community. You know, we've set up a Slack channel in there. All of the courses have uh, discussions so that we can have some asynchronous discussion. We do the sales conservatory. We think in terms of Tom's a musician. I sang in my former lifetime. So we've got that kind of a conservatory, like a music conservatory theme. So we have power hours and jam sessions, things, live events, where we're kicking ideas around, where we're inviting members of the community. So we don't want it to just be, oh, here's an online course, go take it when you feel like it, but really develop a learning community 
of sales professionals who want to continue to develop and sharpen their skills. So we've got to get some people in there. So we're going to try to jumpstart that with some, with some free memberships for some sales professionals. A couple other things that we're doing that we actually expect to get better results from than even our LinkedIn campaign is, yeah, as I mentioned before, Tom and I spent some time doing sales enablement at Oracle uh, about eight years ago. Uh, was it? Uh, I guess it was closer to, <laughs> yeah, long. You lose track of time when you get fast, to be my right? age. It sure does. <laughs> and uh, we've got a lot of connections, people that we trained as brand new BDRs, as brand new sales reps who are now managers and executives in tech companies all over the world. And so we're, we're going back through and reaching out directly to people in those relationships, people who've experienced our actual sales enablement offerings. And uh, so we've just started to do that within the past week to reach out to those. Tom was just telling me before this call, he just connected with another one of our reps. He was a brand new rep when he went through our program. Now he's a sales manager at Workday, just got promoted last week. So, so we're working our way through those connections and expect to have some opportunity because these are, as I said, these are people <laughs> who have had success over the past six or eight years whom we trained <laughs> at the start of their career. So we're very optimistic about our opportunity to make those connections and, and potentially get some opportunities uh, for our sales enablement offerings through that channel. Very cool. Yeah, it's great to have a list of ambassadors as well, too. You got your system down, been able to deliver the value there, and then they're vocal about where they've had success. Certainly helps drive referrals, um, you know, that kind of reactive approach to growth. But right. you guys are also very active on the proactive side as well, which I like from the perspective of making it very comprehensive in that you've got, you know, you're investing in different areas, which are uh, different approaches to different strategies, but complementary in terms of what we're expecting from the perspective of results. And that discussion, that recommendation that you're making and what you guys are investing in now and that element of like building the community and building your tribe is so important. Something that I've started to be more active in myself as well too. And like you said, you want high levels of engagement, right? I see a lot of folks out there that create some of these like info products or resources, but they just kind of like put them out there and let them sit there. There's a lot more that you can do from a proactive perspective. And I think right. a little bit more investment there, trying to not necessarily, you know, quite the like spray and pray model, but be a little bit more strategic and laser focused with who you're looking to connect with and what type of community you're looking to build, I think goes further because it should be more specific, right? The more specific, the better. And then if you get good engagement at a low level, now you can grow it from there, which I think is great. So that community element, uh, you've mentioned leveraging tools like Slack. You also talked about using LinkedIn Sales Navigate, which I think is a ridiculously valuable tool that folks should be taking advantage of more as well also. And I think those are likely to all pay off, but turning this into a routine is really the element that matters the most so that you know, as it starts to pay off and you get a return on investment here, that you don't find yourself in that, you know, facing the staring down the consulting trap yourself again as well, too, where it's like, do we how do we make sure we continue to do that? Because that brought this new wave of demand while we are also meeting the wave of demand. So I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about that in terms of how are you how are you guys working on preserving that routine so that when you do get busy, you don't stop investing in those activities. Right. Yeah, that's a great point because Tom and I, 
I mean, it's our company and we're the sales enablement experts in our company. So we're, we've got a pretty lean team. Uh, but the team that we do have, that is a valuable part of limiting some of the potential bottleneck. We have a, uh, we have a virtual executive administrator who does a lot of the kind of back-end admin work for us. And we also have a contracted IT professional who's, you know, he's managing things like our websites and the cybersecurity stuff and all that. So, so one of the things that we have to do is make sure that we're doing the part that only we can do and that we've outsourced the pieces that other people can do. Uh, so that's, that, that's the first step. That's the low-hanging fruit. I think the challenge for us is, and so many people, you see, you see them on LinkedIn, the people who are successful are trying to balance this. How do you balance doing actual client work as, and maintain a cadence of, as a content creator? I mean, we have to continue to add courses to our platform. We have to continue to build our brand through places like LinkedIn. And that means being active uh, both with putting out content and interacting with other sales professionals and sales enablement professionals in the, you know, in the community. And so, I mean, I know it sounds pretty basic, but a lot of it does just come down to discipline and time management on one hand, and then using tools that are available on the other. For instance, just, you know, getting that weekly blog post out there. Well, you can set aside some time and knock out five or six blog posts, line them up in buffer, and now you don't have to think about that for a few weeks. So it's not like everything has to be done every week. Uh, you can leverage these technologies to, to do those work. So Tom and I have been, we've been using just us, again, many people are probably familiar with it, Scrum just the sprint methodology where, where we're saying, okay, we're going to take a week and a half. We're going to get this course knocked out, get it uploaded into the system, get it out of the way. And so then we block it out on our calendars. We're checking in every morning at 845 for 15 minutes, making sure we're on track. So, you know, so it, it does kind of come down to the, to those basics of time management, managing your schedule, not letting it manage you. And then, and then doing the work. Now we do. There, it, we do anticipate some challenges once we get, like right now, the sales desk live piece. Okay, it's few and far between, so it's not a problem. What are we going to do if if that if the if that bat phone starts lighting up all the time? So we're already having some conversations. We have some other sales enablement professionals that we know and trust. Some that we've trained over the years that we have potentially waiting in the wings on a contract basis to work with us if that volume gets a little overwhelming. We've actually talked to some companies who said they want the platform and they'll staff it with their own sales enablement professionals. So that's another kind of maybe a tweak to the model that we're considering. The company can have the platform, staff it with their own sales enablement professionals. That takes some pressure off of us. And, uh, and the other is just, how else do you say it? Hard work. It's right. I, I always, I always, always refer. I think it was Chaucer who said, uh, "The only thing worse than being talked about at court is not being talked about at court." And it's kind <laughs> of that way when you're in business for yourself. The only thing worse 
then being too busy is not being busy enough. <laughs> so well said, yeah. So careful what you wish for, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It'll be well a great said. problem to have when we get there. Agreed. That's the thing. Maintain that healthy perspective for sure, too. Uh, there's a number of things you said in there from a process perspective and strategy-wise make a ton of sense as a response to this, right? How do we make sure we continue to invest in these areas that we've received a return from basically continuously? And I'd say the first is prioritization, right? Making sure that that takes priority regardless of how busy you start to get because it's always necessary to continue building, right? And then the second would be optimization in terms of figuring out different ways you can leverage other strategies, other resources, team members, you can delegate, you can bring in some tech, right? Build the process for you in the phase that you're in to make sure that's working optimally and then be prepared for the next phase, right? So think about what that looks like. If demand goes up by 50% to 10 times, right? What There's maybe different strategies that you're going to need to be able to do that. If you have that conversation and you can set those expectations early, then when it arrives, you'll already have some form of an idea and kind of what you need to do to be able to respond when you get there kind of thing. So always be looking for kind of what's next, but those two principles will help tremendously. And I know they've helped me because I've been there myself as well too. Like last year, got super busy with the work that I was delivering upon. The marketing efforts essentially had stopped, redesigned everything to the extent where the marketing effort is always first now. And I'm doing it on a daily basis, which has it in the form of a routine. So now if I get nothing else done any day, I've at least done what I would consider to be the most important part. Uh, and I got the rest of the day to you know make it even better than that. So well said, a lot of value that you shared in that piece. And that's how I would uh, summarize some of the key elements of it as well. Yeah, well said for you. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, thank you a ton for being here, Mark. Uh, this information is super valuable for myself and our audience. I have two questions for you before we let you go. The first is, are there any resources that you would share with us where folks can go to learn more about anything we talked about here or anything else you think might be valuable for them? Well, our, our website, salesconservatory.com, there's a page on each of those three buckets of offerings, you know, Sales Desk Live, the learning platform, and then the custom offerings, fractional sales enablement, that sort of thing. So that would be the first place. There's contact form on there. There's an opportunity to get a free trial on, trial on our platform. So I would encourage you, sales desk, uh, sorry, salesconservatory.com, and encourage folks to reach out on LinkedIn as well. I'd love to connect and uh, work very hard to be very responsive there as well. Thank you for that. And we'll include the links in the show notes. You had mentioned LinkedIn as a good way to reach out. Is there any particular profile of folks that should be looking to reach out to you? Sure. I, our, our thinking has been all up and down the spectrum on this at, you know, because of the different offerings that we have. Certainly, if you're a sales rep and you think having a resource like Sales Desk Live would be a good option for you, reach out. But I think where we're going to get the lifetime value for the client is, is the directors who have sales teams, the executives who have sales teams, where we can do the custom work to make sure that they've got the fundamentals in place for their sales team to be successful. And I think as we build those relationships and provide value at that level, whether it's competency models or process improvements, then we feel confident that that's going to move to the next step where those sales executives are willing to put their sales reps into our platform for the sales and ongoing sales enablement training and development. So 
really, I think if you're an executive responsible for a sales team, particularly if you feel like it's not performing to potential, we're very confident that we can help. We do great analytics. Uh, we really know what we're doing in that space. It's not just a, oh, do our thing and here's a smile sheet. I mean, we can do crazy things. Like I said, regress certain competencies against revenue so we can tell you each competent, each sales competency, how much it contributes to the success of closing deals, that sort of thing. So if that sounds interesting to you, I'd love to have that conversation for the sales executives out there. Very cool. Thank you, Mark. And you mentioned the best way to reach out would be LinkedIn? Absolutely. LinkedIn. Excellent. Very good. We'll link to all of that in the show notes for anybody listening that wants to know more. And I just want to say thank you for being here, Mark. It's very helpful and valuable information. It's my pleasure, Sean. Uh, You're a wonderful host and thanks for doing what you're doing. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Consulting Trap. If you have a suggestion for a future episode or you would like to be a guest on our show, please send me an email at sean at podcastchef.com. That's sean, S-E-A-N, at podcastchef.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-C-H-E-F.com. Before we go, we'd like to thank the sponsor of our show, Podcast Chef. Podcast Chef helps turn ordinary podcasting into a revenue-generating lead magnet for your consulting business. Our Podcasting Done For You service takes away the headache of starting up and running your own podcast. Reach out now to take advantage of our 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit us at podcastchef.com to find out how our team of experts can help you leverage podcasting to take your consulting business to the next level. Hey, you. Yes, you. It's uh, 2024 and you don't have a podcast yet. Or maybe you do, but you're struggling with it. Uh, we will talk to you about that uh, for free. We'll help you figure out uh, where you might be stuck, uh, whether or not we can help you for sure. But also, uh, if you don't have one yet, what are the like first five things you can do? Uh, what are some great angles that you can use to make sure that your podcast was sustainable as you start to develop that moving forward? Uh, those consults are free. So reach out at the link below uh, in the show notes or email me at brian at podcastchef.com. Thanks. Hi, this is Brian. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, Our website, podcastchef.com, has a ton of useful information about how to best leverage podcasting to help you solve some of your business goals and challenges. You can also schedule a demo uh, where we can show you how specifically Podcast Chef and our team can help you with some of your podcasting goals. Thanks.